This is Finding Joy, the healthcare professional's journey to wellness and resiliency, a podcast resource developed by a team of interprofessional education researchers from Washington State University Health Sciences Spokane. They're promoting wellness among students, faculty, and healthcare professionals during challenging times. Funding is provided by the Health Resources and Services Administration. I'm Doug Nadvornik. The COVID pandemic has ramped up the stress level for many health care providers to the point where some dread going to work. The leaders at the Community Health Association of Spokane, or CHAZ Health, recognized that early on and took steps to try to protect their employees' mental health. We do try to interject a lot of uh, levity when we can. Um, One of our core values is um, fun in the workplace. And so that's a daily thing that we work on. Each clinic actually has its own morale team, which I think is really unique. So each clinic, um, their morale team, you know, they all do different activities or things to help boost morale. The Chaz Health approach to workplace culture, next on Finding Joy. Kelly Charvet is the Chief Administrative Officer at Chaz Health. We were founded in 1994 as a nonprofit uh, federally qualified health center and started in a two-exam room clinic uh, in downtown Spokane. In 28 years, Chaz has grown into an organization with 20 locations around the inland northwest. It serves more than 100,000 patients a year. We provide a uh, broad spectrum of primary health care. So medical, dental, pharmacy, behavioral health, and a whole lot of um, specialty services to help support uh, families in our community. The organization came into existence because of a need to serve the uninsured and underserved um, of our community. And it was very apparent early on that there was a large need out there. We have clinics um, as far north as Deer Park and then as far south as um, Lewiston Clarkston Valley. And and the reason for going into some of those uh, locations really has been uh, those communities asking us to move in because of the lack of services that existed there. During the pandemic, CHAZ developed partnerships with government health organizations. It worked early on with the Spokane Regional Health District to provide COVID testing at community sites, including the Spokane County Fair and Expo Center. And it initially provided the staffing for the Washington Department of Health's first community COVID vaccination clinic in Spokane at the Spokane Arena. Charvet says Chaz has had to be nimble to take on those new duties, in addition to covering all of its other bases. Things were changing sometimes every hour, and we were quickly trying to analyze and adjust to what the needs were. And then, of course, with each new wave, we had to deal with, you know, staffing shortages and supply shortages and CDC changes. So it's been a wild ride. (laughs) Uh, I'll also just put out there, you know, we we kind of joked a little bit because we're trying to do strategic planning in the midst of the crisis so that we weren't losing that momentum. Um, And so it was like, every time we'd get ready to, you know, start to do, you know, make another change, it was like, oh no, here comes a new wave. And so then we're dealing with the crisis of the day again. 
Charvet and her colleagues recognized the roller coaster was taking its toll on their employees, so they went back to that core value of having fun at work. We have uh, an all-staff events once a year. We close all of our clinic locations to provide an opportunity to say thank you to our staff, and um, that's pure fun. You know, we do costume contests and prizes and games and opportunities for people really just to uh, have community and, uh, and exhale a little bit. And so um, in addition to those things, you know, we do drawings and, and, and prizes randomly and trivia and, and things across our systems. Every team is regularly working on the morale side of things, too. Nurse practitioner Alyssa Eglund is on one of those teams. For example, at my previous clinic out in the valley, they started just little things. Like one of the things was a hug in a mug. Um, it was kind of started with one person. They would get a mug of their choice, fill it with candy or little fun things, put it on someone's desk. You don't know who left it for you. And then you were supposed to do the same thing for one of your other colleagues and so forth to spread a little bit of joy within our clinics. Our morale team now out at the Cheney Clinic, they're constantly buying us coffee at Starbucks, which people really like, <laughs> um, and just little things like that. How does it help you? Last week, I, I had a really rough day in clinic, and I knew the next day I was going to get a coffee from our morale team, and it was just something to look forward to, and it, it was a little thing that showed me that my company cares about me, and it was a thank you for what you do. Beyond just the little bennies like that, does it help you to develop sort of deeper relationships with your coworkers? Absolutely. I think Chaz really does encourage working as a team and having fun and being able to live within a shared experience of caring for our patients because working in, you know, community health setting and primarily caring for patients who have Medicare, Medicaid, they're uninsured, they're undocumented. Um, there are a lot of barriers and it can make it really challenging to provide the best care for these patients and just because of the barriers that we face. So being able to work as a team and have fun, make things light when it can be hard, I think is really important. And I think that that really helps decrease burnout. We're talking with Alyssa Eglund, a nurse practitioner, and Kelly Charvet, the chief administrative officer at Chaz Health in Spokane. Charvet says the organization works to keep current with what its employees are thinking. Their biggest issue really through the pandemic was childcare. We can't necessarily solve the bigger issue of childcare shortage issues in our area. We can work with our community partners to strategize about that. But can we help to alleviate some of the financial burden? And we can. And so we implemented this year um, a child care stipend to help support our working families. And we're always trying to figure out how to do things a little bit better. How do we alleviate some of the stresses that they have outside of work that do affect work so that they can concentrate on what's going on, you know, day to day? 
So over the last two years, what's your turnover like? Has it been a low turnover or have you been like a lot of other organizations where, you know, people are coming in and out the door? We've had some significantly low turnover numbers, which have been great. But during this past year, um, it did creep a little bit. We're still lower than national averages. I think that there were as many saw, you know, throughout COVID. You get to a point where you you know, have to stay home to take care of some, you know, a child who's doing at home school. And, and so people did make those choices. What's best for my family. We saw some folks that, you know, relocated out of the area because those stresses were put on them or they said, Oh, this, you know, I've always wanted to live wherever. And the employment markets allow for that right now. So um, I'm still thankful that we uh, are in a good position. Our turnover rates have been lower than actually than we had expected them to be. From that perspective, I think we're in a good position. So how would you assess the overall collective health of your organization? Is it a stronger organization than it was before all of this hit us? I've always felt, you know, especially in more recent years, that the organization, you know, just has such resilience and has always worked together to meet whatever the needs were in front of us. One thing that stood out to me during COVID was the willingness for individuals to do anything we asked. So for a while, we had dental clinics closed right at the beginning, and we had dentists that were greeting patients that were coming to clinics. I mean, we had people from our dental team join our maintenance team. So they were painting exam rooms Things that you would never ask, you know, a professional in a certain field to do. And everybody really came together and uh, did whatever it took. We had core teams at our administration office in kind of a large uh, area where we were just all there, like working on a, a new workflow quickly. And, and so we could quickly, like, problem solve that issue, get that communication out, implement across the system, showcase for us that we really could do anything we set our minds to. We also had the ability to move quickly. The pandemic has pushed us to that place where we're even um, more solidified uh, than we ever have been. We're definitely in a much better position from that chaos perspective than we were even six months ago. That's Kelly Charvet. We finish with nurse practitioner Alyssa Egland. I think one of the biggest challenges during the pandemic is that, at least for me, it's been really hard for me to get some of my patients in to see specialists within our community. I think a lot of people are seeking medical care, and I'm not sure what's going on on the side of the specialists, whether they're limiting how many patients they're seeing a day, but for me, it's been really challenging to get patients in to see specialists. So there are times that I feel patients are being treated in in my office for things that would be more appropriate for a rheumatologist or a cardiologist. But through CHAS, we have a lot of really awesome resources to help me with that. One of those things being a lot of opportunity to um, consult with specialists within CHAS. So for example, just yesterday, actually, I contacted one of our providers who specializes in rheumatology, and I asked him if he could look at an x-ray with me that I had gotten back. 
We also have an electronic consultation service where I can type out um, patient case, include labs or imaging and send it to a specialist who will then look at my questions and they'll send back a consult note within 24 to 48 hours. Um, so that has been so, so helpful, especially as a new nurse practitioner and a service that I've really appreciated. Alyssa Eglund emphasizes that she doesn't speak for everyone at Chaz, but she thinks the general sentiment mirrors hers. I feel like in an organization that's as large as ours, sometimes there can feel like there's a divide between administrators and you know providers or MAs or nurses. And I personally don't really feel that divide. Our CEO and our Medical directors are very visible. I mean, they're out in the clinics. Our CEO, he comes around once a month, hand delivers our Employee of the Month awards with a handwritten thank you card. He's out there handing out swag bags. He's constantly there. Um, Same thing with um, Dr. Weiser, who's one of our medical directors. She's always out there. And I, I just really appreciate that. And I think that there is a lot of cool things that Chaz does for their employees that I really wish that some of these big organizations within our community, I wish that they would do that as well. Cause I know as an employee, it makes me feel really good. And on the days that it's really hard, I'm just reminded that I work for a really cool company. Alyssa Eglund is a nurse practitioner at the Chaz Health Clinic in Cheney. Kelly Charvet is its chief administrative officer. The Interprofessional Opioid Curriculum Team wishes to thank the following individuals for their invaluable contributions to this project. Dr. Barb Richardson is a nurse, educator, and interprofessional champion. Cameron Cup is the creator of the Finding Joy musical score, and he's a current enrollee at the WSU Elson S. Floyd College of Medicine. We thank Kelly Charvet and Alyssa Eglund and the Washington State University staff from marketing and communications, from financial services, and the collaboration for interprofessional health education, research, and scholarship. And we thank Claire Martin-Tellis, our executive producer, and Solène Areff, a student intern who developed the first five episodes of the Finding Joy podcast. This episode was produced by Doug Nadvornik from Spokane Public Radio. If you're interested in sharing your perspective about wellness and resiliency as a healthcare professional, or you'd like to reach out, contact our team by sending an email to medicine.ipoc at wsu.edu. And we encourage you to visit our website at opioideducation.wsu.edu forward slash about.